Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello. Goodbye. <laughs> Wait, we didn't talk about last episode. Diva down. Jay Diaz down. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. to... The most hated person in television history, Che Diaz. Sada Ramirez has been officially fired for <sighs> things. and They're the Monica Garcia of In Just Like That. They are Monica and Che in one week. Huge firings this week. Not only are every like legacy media, st- <laughs> legacy media staff member getting laid off. Oh my God. But the firings extend... Into the entertainment stratosphere with Monica Garcia and Sara Ramirez. So Condé Nast fired like Pitchfork, Vanity Fair. Like everyone is getting fucking axed. I don't know the exact details. All I know is that uh, Anna Wintour allegedly, she was the one that had to do the firing and she just wore her sunglasses the entire time. Coward. Kind of iconic. What do you expect her to do? Put them, take them off and like tearfully look you in the eyes and apologize i heard anne hathaway was getting a photo shoot done for vanity fair and heard about the the walkout so she just like left the shoot she said and i was imagining strong. i was wait a minute i was imagining the vote i was like the montage from devil wears prada with vogue as she walked out every time a car passed she was in a new outfit mm-hmm. walking out but i love a union queen yeah honoring those who makes significantly less money than she does. Um, but yeah, Monica is officially gone. Won't be returning, which we all knew was probably coming, but it's for the best. I thought that she stood a chance because she did provide 
the drama. But as this reunion dragged on, I realized that she's a flop. She's a flop and my soul can't take more of like her yappy <laughs> energy. Yeah, I mean, we'll get to it. But I think it seems like like in the wake of the finale, there was a lot of Monica standing, obviously. But even now, post last night, I could see the tides turning and people going, it's good. She's not coming back. Everyone kind of turned, I think. Yeah. And, you know, the real rub. And I feel bad for Monica because it's like, where do you go from yeah. here? I'd be stressed if I were her. But what I love the most is that LD was right. She did fuck it up. She did. She fucked up the reunion. It's She also had months in between the like show filming and the reunion to figure out how she's going to come into this space and redeem herself, give people the razzle dazzle they seek and monetize and AKA get hired for the next season. I would have honestly consulted like a media coach or something, get like Anyone. a team together and just like, and not a team of people that are from Salt Lake, like an actual <laughs> like Hollywood crisis management a la Raquel and mm -hmm. just like figure out let's what's the spin how do we make myself yes I'm the villain but how do I lean into it in a way that's not unhinged and off-putting and more like yells you would think that as such a diehard fan of housewives she would have been able to internalize some of what the greats no. of the past have done in these situations she too she flew way too close to the sun she really did she got stuck in the mud and she couldn't see her way out like she really you should have listened to your mom she should have listened to L a true showman mm -hmm. and i kept waiting for ld to come out yeah what the fuck huge missed opportunity like honestly less mary more ld i'm a little over mary gotta LD... say should get like a full extreme makeover like undergo like some swan like makeover <laughs> and then return holding a snowflake as a housewife next season i will say ld looks good for her like where she's she does at. i'm just like i'm just thinking but about want... like how she could really stick it to monica yeah like look get like get like so snatched like yeah. wait there's a surgeon right now who's like blowing up i saw did you see that oh my god every 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 one was even worse than before it was i have to i literally <laughs> was screaming at everyone was somehow more horrifying than the last i could not believe I my eyes send it to you because i knew like psychically it would hurt you no it was i was injured but it was <laughs> it was it's so... a it's essential viewing and i think everyone must see we all need to bear witness to the horrors that lie beyond the knife what's his name doctor dr kim dr kim is i think he's in korea i think he's in south korea i want to say dr kim is franken doctor he's frankenstein which is a bit shocking that he's there because i think south korea is known for like just like plastic surgery capital well yeah they're so advanced yeah um there's like they're farther ahead than we are with everything so you would just think that he has his shit yeah. the fuck together oh. this man is changing he's doing like head transplants no like, he's how? doing he's doing <laughs> Wait, like can you pull it up he's doing full like it's it's performance art. He's turning people into it? art. I got it. <laughs> I'm really oh. That one's not even that bad. Oh, what a good looking old This gentleman. is the kind of reminds me of one of my neighbors growing up. They're pulling on his cheek. 
What happened to his face? He turned him into the cat man. He's he was handsome too before. Wait, this one was. Oh yeah, this woman. It's also just seven days after the lift, so it is like kind of quick to see results that would actually look good. I love the music. Like he's turning people into children, into like jack o' lanterns. They do look. They're they look like like, they look like um. The Nightmare Before Christmas. Wait, let me see where he's exactly he's from, because I I want to know. It's either China or South Korea. It is it is crazy. I mean, he's he's they're giving facelifts that are like back to someone's like lower back. That's how much. That's how far they're pulling <laughs> they're people back. They're pulling their skin over their head, giving them a wedgie with it before they, are, they like chop it off. But they all look like he's he's literally transforming like eighty year old women into like. 12 year old girls like it's it's literally but how is he doing he's like shaving their I jaws down into like know. a fine point wait let me find this it's kind of performance art that's what i was saying he's he's almost making them like live like living he's art marina and he is did you see that video of her saying yeah that was pretty cunt mm-hmm. i loved it um i've already had dinner with kim once i, I don't, don't need, need to, to do it again. i don't need to do it again <laughs> we'll confirm location wait I saw a South Korean flag on one, so that's what I decided. But it's it's literally like it's like in um Men in Black when Vincent D'Onofrio like pulls his face back and he's like, Is this better? It literally looks like that. Some of them I'm like work. No, some of them they're all Some like- of them I'm like slay grandma. Like imagine <laughs> your grandmother looking- showing up to the to like family dinner looking younger than you. Is it a face is it it's a facelift, right? It must be. It's a facelift, but there's like, are they might be getting like eye surgeries too. Some of them might be getting like canthoplasties or like eye widening surgeries. And like, I think that there's something happening with like a, I think there's like bone being shaved down. Well, he's, he's making them all look like filters. People's heads have, they positively change shape. No, they're, they're not, they're changing human, like they're changing they're kind of alienation or whatever. Yeah. It's like fully like <laughs> I'm obsessed with the one white guy that was like I'm going I'm to get in on this action. Yeah, he's like some like Eastern European guy was like I'm going. And he didn't look that bad before. No. Maybe just a little botox. I was really con- I'm concerned about many of them. A lot of them were like a lot of the women were like gorgeous women before, I think. Yeah. And like they were like beautiful and like looked their age and like some of them already had good work done and i was like when i saw what they'd undergone i was truly like what did you think body modification it is i would be really afraid to face my loved ones looking like a 11 year old well, seven days afterwards <laughs> is not the time to like come out of hiding no, like you have you to give it at least like three months to really see how things are working but like it is shocking to see those it was it was it's it's one of my favorite like things going around on tiktok right now i smashed the follow real fast because I oh, need yeah, like so I you. always need like a horror element to my TikTok, and yeah. this is really providing. Because I also like to put myself in the headspace of like, what if I woke up 
looking and like I a was like lantern. full botched. What's the guy's name from Nightmare Before Christmas? I wanted to call him Jack Sparrow. Jack Skellington. Jack Skellington. They look like turnips. <laughs> or like they're radishes like yeah, yeah they're they radish look, heads they look like jack-o'-lanterns carved into radishes i want someone to do like a mock-up of me what i would look like he needs to have a filter like a dr kim filter oh, so that coming. you can do your dr kim like facelift results um there's also this amazing fad going around of like people doing like what i would look like in the 30s have you seen that and it's literally just like it's like a black and white. One girl literally had still had filler, like lip filler in. I was wait, I'll it's show like you. It's like Lala in the movie yeah. where she was in the 1940s, <laughs> when she's like this. She literally, she. This is like this is what I would look like in the 30s. <laughs> Long flowing hair. <laughs> I've, been try- I've been trying to do some of those, the like cap cut things i did the grand theft auto one just for me because i wanted to see what it made me and it like i didn't even look like myself i was like how are people getting this to like be representative like i did the pixar one of tony just because i wanted to see Mm -hmm. but it didn't even look like him the de-aging tiktok that was big like a few months ago it was frighteningly accurate it actually the aging one you know the the one that make you look like you were in high school a teenager Oh, I I've, didn't do that one. I literally looked like I did when I was a senior in high school. It freaked me the fuck out. I was, I was haunted like, by the one that made you look old. Oh, yeah. And and everyone was like, this is what you're going to look like old. I know. All the doctors made TikToks being like, that is your future. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, Oscar snubs, surprises, <sighs> expectations dashed. What besides Barbie was like the upset? I'm sick of the Barbie discourse. I'm I'm bummed that none of the May December casts got nominated. We we should have done our campaign. And I again am sad that Todd Haynes didn't get a nomination for Best Director. That's really fucked up. They got Best Picture nomination, which is amazing. Okay, that's cool. Um, They're not going to win that though. I hope they. I mean, what if they sweep? Oh no, no, sorry. Past Lives got. It's the same people that did May December, same producers mm-hmm. did Past Lives, and so they got so that's great. But wait, did May December get a nomination? No. Oh, but they got Best Adapted Screenplay, Sammy Birch. That's cool. So I hope she wins because that is an incredible screenplay. We need like one May December win for the love of Christ. No soundtrack. What's it gonna take? I don't know. Honestly, our billboard would have changed things. It would have. Get this gay an Oscar. Mm-hmm. No costumes. I think the costumes were amazing. Like I just. I was so... Poor Things has to win costumes. Oh, yeah. I mean, There's, was... like, no fucking way. Um, what else? Annette Benning and Jodie Foster sneaking on in at the last minute. Huge Nyad wins. Okay. Here's my... You watch Nyad. I finished Nyad yesterday. I loved it. Because yeah. it was a swimmer movie. I loved... I love Annette Benning, Benning playing a lesbian. No one plays a lesbian better than Annette Benning. A lesbian has a lesson to learn. Yeah. And, like, is kind of... A little unlikable and just kind of hard. Bit of an egotist. Big of an, yeah, big of an, you know, very uh, self-centered. Um, but she did the damn thing and she swam amazingly. Like, I loved Annette's form. Um, I love a form weigh-in from a swimmer. She went through a lot for that role. Like She, she, she definitely got, did. Her body looks snatched. I would not feel comfortable asking like a 60-year-old man or woman to perform as Nyad. But also like the the kind of body horror she under she went like with the salt and her lips swelling up and like having to wear that like very safe 
She's like safe in that outfit with the mask. Her jellyfish protection mask. Um, but I, I thought it was great. It was inspiring. It is, and like just just the for... fact that a sixty year old woman did that I is know. like shocking. Well, there's now, and then I was reading a lot about Nyad, and she's been she was accused of that, like f- making that up. Like there was some there's some naysayer, other marathon there's swimmer. There's Nyad truthers. There's a man who's another marathon swimmer, and he's like, Get I'm in not, line. I'm not convinced that she did the whole thing. Oh, shut the fuck up. Yeah, fuck Why you. Why don't you fucking do it? Di- he, I mean, he like did. He's done like a lot, but he's claiming. Has he done that one? No, but he like he's like done interviews. Like there was a profile about him where he sits down. And he's like, I don't believe her. I think she made it up. She's, she has a history of fabricating things. What? Yeah. So I was a little like for a second. I was like. Is Nyad a liar? And then this I, dirty bitch a liar? No, after but then, all? but then I was like, no, fuck you, man! Like she's incredible. She swam around man, New York City. I have this man killed. I want him killed. She swam around fucking New York in the East River. We've got to find him and put an end to his his fucking naysaying. I won't say his name for legal reasons. His fucking days are numbered. But of course, there's a fucking guy like truthing a lesbian in her 60s just let a lesbian lie let let a six-year-old lesbian lie if she's lying more power to her yeah and like if she like got on the boat for a second and like drank water who fucking cares she swam from he thinks that she like touched the boat yeah she thinks like some like technicalities were like overlooked oh shut the fuck fuck up. up she swam from cuba to fucking florida like that is unbelievable do you know how scary that is unbelievable it's 100 miles of hell that is like such a dangerous 52 hours straight of swimming unreal i would not last 30 minutes so she's nominated jodie foster was snuck in as a nomination for so and she was amazing in that and he's so fucking hot in that she's so beautiful but she kind of plays like a um her character is a little more like not sub but like she's sweeter than she usually plays in movies you know what i mean like she's very like she's not hardened no and she was sweet and i love their friendship like they had a pure platonic love story between two women and you know what i mean and i loved it and i thought you know after everything that after i saw the things yesterday i was like i hope annette wins this summer my goal is for my summer body to be on fleek and my whole look is Jody's costume design from Nyad. Oh my god! Like I need the Oakley sunglasses. I need the like hair handkerchiefs, like a longer short with like a cutoff. You have to have some like sinewy arms to do mm. that. Maybe throw on a pair of Tevas. I'm channeling like elder Floridian lesbian this summer. Hell yeah! Yeah, like kind of. And I know people were hating on me for saying Captain Sandy. I like Captain Sandy from Below Deck, <laughs> but she's a Florida lesbian. Yeah. I'm, you want that, like, People tan. are like, it's mafia wife, like, looking, mob wife is trending on TikTok. Like, it was, like, coquette girl, now mob wife. But by this summer, it's my goal to make Floridian elder lesbian the new TikTok aesthetic. So, but I feel like Annette could surprise and win because just because she's been nominated, like, eight times or something and like is it time to give her the it's time we to love the girl goddamn, oscar yeah we love you thank you for all your work she should have won for 20th century women which was an incredible movie mm-hmm. no it would didn't wasn't my fave but i, I didn't it. hate it she should have won for miss julie or american beauty yeah she was great in that um or the american president <laughs> love that movie but she's been at it for so long and she's fucking married to warren betty like warren, warren Beatty. Betty. 
<laughs> Warren Betty. <laughs> Betty Boop. She's married to Warren Beatty's. Like, give her a goddamn statue for that. <laughs> yeah. Just let her have one. Anyway. Um, but yeah, Hillary Clinton today told she tweeted said, Greta. No, she tweeted, Greta and Margo, like, you Don't. might not have gotten the nominations, but you have millions of people who love you. Girl, please. And she goes, you are more than Knuff. And then she hashtagged Hillary Barbie. I was like, see your way out. Stop. In this holy ele- in this unholy election Please year, don't. I'm Hillary Clinton, cry. you need to pipe loop us loop out. You need to see yourself out. I don't want to hear from you until this year is over. Because yeah, take I your know loser energy elsewhere. You are gonna you are gonna jinx this year. I know it, and I'm sorry to like be saying that about a lady who like got that far. But I'm like, sorry, but like. I can't. Shut up. Shut up. I don't want to hear from you ever again until the end of the year. It's very loser behavior to identify another loser in the culture and then (laughs) fucking tie your loser, fucking hitch your loser train to theirs. Like, don't do, like, why would you do that? Also, I saw someone tweet like, like, these men keep us down every time. No, and it's, it's like not no. that big of a deal. Also, Greta's no one even good. likes the Oscars. Greta and Margot are great. Yeah, Margot Robbie made fifty million dollars, so like Their everyone's fine. Yeah, Greta made. She's the highest grossing female director she of all time. She will work again. She's good. She's been nominated before. <laughs> Unlike you, she will get another job. <laughs> <laughs> True. And she also, I saw someone tweet like, "Do people want there to be like a hit out against Sandra Holler or something?" Like, people, everyone's <laughs> raging against. Who's that? The Anatomy of a Fall. Why? Are they mad at her? Well, she got nominated for Best As Actress. she should. And she was in Zone of Interest. Wasn't Zone of Interest? Didn't that get a lot of noms? It got Best Picture, Best Director. It should have gotten Best Soundtrack, Mika Levy. Mm, it should have. But Best Sound. She's nommed for Anatomy. Yeah. She could win, too. She's a serving cunt left and right. She is, but like people are like mad that... Margo. They're trying to come for her. No, I just didn't. Pe- they made a joke, but it's just people are so mad that Margot's not in the category that it's like, and and that people are mad that Ryan is, like, a, of course a man would be nominated in the Barbie movie. Oh, and it's like, well, Ryan was great. Is that bad? I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm over like trying to make something slightly political, frivolous more political than it needs to be I'm it can also, just be like a fun movie that people enjoyed and made a lot of money for a lot of people i'm also over people like thinking that they know more than or people being like this is why you're wrong for this thing in media or like film it's like oh are you a fucking academy member are you in the academy you make a fucking movie yeah write a fucking screenplay hustle your little bustle to sell it get it made Make it make money, make people watch it, get in the academy, and then fucking vote. Yeah. Stupid bitch. Seriously. Honestly. And like when people are tweeting about Bravo and they're like, here's what I would do if I was. It's like, shut up. You are like in accounting in Washington, D.C. You only get to say what you think about Bravo if you have a podcast. Yeah. And that's that. Um, Wait, we need to talk about the ra- the waves. 2024 Q1 is the year of rogue waves. That rogue wave in the Marshall Islands. So it, I hope those that lady is okay. I think everyone's no one died, and there's only minor. But it, they said it never happened before. That late, <laughs> I'm of the mindset that like, if there's a rogue wave in the area, you can count on me to not be there. Like yeah. the last thing that I'm ever doing if a rogue wave comes to town is like 
standing like sipping a stanley cup like watching the wave come in yeah. and then take me out through a glass door so this there was that this, lady was not moving fast enough this military base in the marshall islands in the south pacific it got struck by like an insane <laughs> powerful rogue wave <laughs> this powerful wave of all and it like knocked them all the fuck out and apparently it's like never it's like very unprecedented that it happened like this um and there's footage that is like actually let me pull it up i was literally like I pray these people are all right. Yeah, where's Viv? Where's Viv? Did he catch her? Anyone got eyes on Viv? Jake, are you okay? Also, nothing scarier than looking out and seeing a flowing surge of water against like the black night sky of the Pacific Ocean. Like, are you kidding me? Water is so violent. Did you see San Diego? What? It got flash flooded and people were literally like houses were getting like washed to sea. Like just completely flooded. There's a video of this girl and her brother moving through the streets like up to here going like, we just lost our home and like screaming for help. I was like, what? The coastlines, they're going. Um, but yeah, proud, rogue proud wave. To be inland. Yeah, proud once. to. <laughs> but the, any rogue wave. I'm out. I'm out. I'm not standing around watching a. For a rogue wave to take me the fuck out. No. I'm not going down tsunami style. That is on the list of what's not going to happen. You're not going to be Naomi Watson the impossible? Absolutely not. No. I will die in an earthquake. We might. Yeah, <laughs> we before might. I will rogue wave. Uh, or an earthquake and then a rogue wave will come. <laughs> By the time the rogue wave arrives, like if there's an earthquake and yeah. somehow... tone. If there's an earthquake and Tony is taken, but I'm alive, I take myself out instantly. But if we're both alive, but pe- pinned under rubble, and then we hear that the rogue wave is coming and it's going to come like 40 miles inland, <laughs> <laughs> we're both taking a cyanide pill. I, like... I refuse to let a rogue wave take me. I'm, I... about to, I'm about to publish like a legal document. Your will, your last will. My last will and testament is like if a rogue wave's coming and I'm in the warpath, you have legal right to shoot me in the fucking head. <laughs> Wait, just, I need I need us to watch this one more time. We need to watch Viv. Viv, uh, Viv took it the worst. They're all in the dining hall too. They're all like wearing like pajamas and just kind of like what late night. What are they night. doing in there? Just, she just was chilling. lingering for too long. She was carrying a soda. Please, if you're listening to this podcast, you know who Viv is. Can you just, just do a give us a Viv check? report? Yeah. Give us a wellness check. Um. Oh my god. Also, I'm haunted by the Kansas City. Isn't that scary? What the fuck is going on? Because it's kind of on? your like region, right? Like that whole like Kansas City. Well, is it Kansas City, Kansas? It is, right? I think it's Kansas. Okay, Kansas is cold, right? It's cold, but like, I was on this tip last Wait, year. Wait, ex- can you explain what happened? So this man had three friends over to watch a Kansas City Chiefs football game. And are they going to the Super Bowl? I don't know. I don't. I have no. Yeah. Um. So. He had his friends over to watch football as one does. And then they were like, we're going to go home. And he's like, bye. And then days go by and they're missing. And then someone goes to the house and they've frozen to death out two in the backyard and one by the front door. And the man is, I mean, has a lawyer and is like using his lawyer to speak. But like, 
how did that happen? Well, yeah, they said the police, I think, have determined that they don't believe foul play was happened. But what? It's very Diallo Pass. How are you just, like, going to freeze to death? How is it? I mean, God. It's not that cold. I mean, I don't think you, you don't freeze to death, like, instantaneous. It's not like it's (laughs) so cold. It's not like the day after tomorrow. It's not like it's so cold. Yeah, that you're like. Maybe. maybe it's not maybe there was it's a maybe like there was that. a sudden surge kansas city is a cursed city i can say that <laughs> with certainty um but is it so cursed that you literally f- flash freeze um parents okay tell so new york post today parents of chiefs fan found frozen to death along two friends in yard think trio is drugged and dragged outside by scientist pal they think he concocted something that's a house that you would freeze freeze. outside of it looks like the idaho murders house kind of oh don't even talk we can't (laughs) many such cases of cursed ass houses this the scary thing too is like all these men were in their like mid to late 30s like they're all like you're just you don't you don't just like walk outside and freeze to death that's like not how it works so he thinks so they think that the man whose home it was is a HIV data scientist named Jordan Willis. Damn, an ally. He's respected. And he's strenuously denied knowing anything about the plight of his three dying friends, maintaining he was asleep inside with headphones on. Okay. But, like, if you if you said, if you bid farewell to your friends and they're at your house, like, if someone comes over, I mean, I don't live in a big house by any means, but, like, if someone comes over to watch this TV no. and then they're like, I'm going to go... At night, like I'm when I'm turning off the lights or closing yeah, yeah. the blinds, I would notice if they were then frozen to death outside. <laughs> like that doesn't make this any sense for days. For days. Look how sweet they look. I know they're like straight bears, but for okay. days. Was he just in his house? Was for... he asleep for days? I mean, I think it was like a few. Was it not a few days? I think before it was they... overnight. I and then the was, next I think morning, he woke up in the morning and they were like, this man is true detective night country. So his dad, what the dad said of one of the men who died, he, my son might have done some drugs and stuff in the past, spoken like a true parent, but I do not believe all three of them did drugs and fell over dead in that backyard. It's yeah, really like if freaky. One of them fell over. Wouldn't the other two like go back and be like, well, he, the dad said here, you're talking about three grown men. If he was out there just freezing like they said he would have kicked out a window to get in the house like yeah yeah you don't just like lay down and freeze to death and certainly three people don't do that like if one was do it just is very strange okay but now the now one of the mom is her this quote makes her sound like a like she's starting she goes something that comes to mind this this guy whose house they're out he likes to brag about how smart he is he's a scientist my thoughts are that he concocted something and gave it to all three men so now they're getting a little like but you can't I'm sorry people don't just like drop dead and freeze outside of your house overnight and you like don't know what's going on. Um yeah, I mean the You don't freeze walking 10 steps outside of a house. Not if you're that, like Ooh, I'm cold, then yeah. you go right back to the house. You don't sit there no, like, it's like I don't they understand. walked out. It makes no sense. I mean not not that we trust cops ever, but the captain of the police department investigating said it's not being investigated as a homicide the captain of the police department held a press conference and said (laughs) yeah (laughs) wait okay another 
This is also from today. A fifth friend at the Chiefs gathering claimed fans found frozen to death in backyard were inside watching Jeopardy when he left. So he left. The he bros left. switched over to Jeopardy. Yeah. He left around midnight. He arrived at 7. So they were still alive. If this is true, they were still alive in the early more hours of Monday morning. So When this were they con- found? Monday morning. I guess the next day. But if this is true, this they're saying this contradicts um, will the guy's attorney's statement insisting that this man whose house it was saw his four friends out at the end of the night then went to sleep on his couch. So there's some kind of confliction going on. Did they all like How do fentanyl cold was or something? It? I mean, it was pretty cold. But I would think that you would have to be outside for longer than like just a few hours to freeze to death. Also, those guys are kind of big, so like they have a little bit of more padding. This is the guy whose house it was, the scientist. Hmm. Hmm. We're on the case. I mean, this is creepy. It's really weird. Oh, that's one of the. Oh, he was cute. He was. It's sad, like just a bunch of. It's sad, sad when, when. It's really sad when cute men die. When cute straight when men cute die. Cute straight men freeze to death mysteriously. It really. It's a, nothing hits harder. It's a wild story, though. I mean, it's really bizarre. There was a story from like the '80s or something that I've heard people talk about on like those like YouTube compilation videos, like cre- <laughs> ten creepy stories that are actually true, like the AI narrative. Yeah, yeah, ones. yeah. But there was like number one. It was like five friends were driving from at home from a basketball game somewhere in the Midwest, and they all or like Minnesota or something, and then they all disappeared, and then they found them in some remote cabin in the woods and they were all dead because they'd all frozen to death. But like they don't know how they got there and it's still like a mystery to this day. And like one was like outside, few were in the cabin. Mm. I don't know. Also never underestimate men being idiots. True. Just being like, oh fuck, what do we do? I don't know where to go. I don't know where to go. Yeah, for like hours and yeah. then just slowly freezing to death. <laughs> that's just, what if that's the verdict? Just these are just no I mean no no disrespect to their souls, like may they rest in peace, but wherever they are, may they be warm at last. But this, and, it's weird. People are gonna find a reason to blame Taylor Swift for this. I feel bad that Taylor has to energetically take this on right now in her year of happiness and possible matrimony. That house. This is a, this is where murders happen. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Shall we get into... Yeah, let's get into the real murders. Our other frozen ladies. Yeah. Mm. I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. You're listening to... Sexy, unique, podcast. podcast. Salty, Salty, Utah, frozen frozen. ladies. Wait, we need to talk about Heather's whole new look. Did you see her new face on Watch What Happens Live? No. Did she get, like, Dr. Kim surgery? I think she's on a hefty dose of Ozempic. Oh, is she skinny? She's skinny. And she's out here looking like Chriselle. Wait. Doesn't she look like Chriselle? Wow. Her, her, like, hairline. I think she got, like, a chin implant. I don't know. She's looking great. She looks amazing. Yeah, no, she's serving. Flaw free. Um, 
So we come up and Andy just looks over at Meredith and he goes, are you mad at me? And she goes, <laughs> what do you mean? And he goes, you keep you keep making these faces at me and I can't tell if you're upset with me or not. She goes, oh no. I'm just... And I was like, Meredith is stoned. She's in pills. <laughs> she's, she's not mad at you. She doesn't know where she is. She spoke two times during the last segment of this reunion. She was silent going like this. Maybe Whitney and, ha- and Meredith like popped a pill together and just were like they were because they were both pretty quiet but meredith was like i love him he's like i looked at her i thought she's so mad she's not coming back next season (laughs) she's like what no no um everyone mary is still out in the mix (laughs) god bless her she she gets away with murder yeah she's kind of like i know like i've like I love to see her chaos, but she's getting to a point where I'm kind of like... It's getting a little played out. It's getting a little old. Like, do something else. Well, it's like, you can let her get away with so much, but you also kind of have to hold her feet to the fire. But the way that she's positioned is that, like, if you say anything to her, then she'll leave. But I I do feel like they did a good job of phasing her out by the end of this season. I kind of forgot that she was ever in the mix. So I think that they could have... A next season with no Mary. I'd be fine with it. I'd kind of be fine with that too. Maybe like a once in a while check in with her where she can cause a little like. She confusion. should host another big luncheon. Yeah. A once in a while check in with Mary. Like one, she comes in for like one or two episodes. But other than that. I don't need her on Watch What Happens Live. She's overstayed her welcome in my book. A little bit, yeah. Um, Andy is like, even though there's a lot of drama this season, the ladies still had fun. And then they go, go to all their. their palm springs trip when they were doing drag makeup mm-hmm. and lisa's freak out where she goes i forgot she said this she goes i have glam in monaco i have glam in paris i have glam on call every day and while they're showing her freak out you just see a little the screen you see you hear mary going this isn't good lisa it's not a good look <laughs> Which I was like, and lisa's laughing i forgot that when lisa was having her glam meltdown meredith just came in and like she knows. Strong hugged her. She's a sister. Sometimes when your bestie is freaking out about the thought of having to take their makeup off and put other makeup on, the only thing you can do is give them a strong, sturdy pillar hug. Sometimes when your your bestie is like <laughs> completely delusional and you know that what they're doing is make they're making a fool of themselves and just unhinged, all you can do, you can be like, you're being unhinged right now. Or sometimes you just hug them. Just hug. Just hug and be like, it's okay. Just supportive, get strong pillar hug. Um, Mary says, Andy goes, so do you really have glam every day? And she goes, Lisa goes, every day, every morning, I have glam. I get it done. And then I'm glam and go. And Mary goes, that's really a sign of insecurity. And I was like, okay, Mary. That's fucking rich. Rich coming from Mother God over here. Like, I know. You, you have rich people coming like, from, like, Miss Plastic Surgery. I know. Got her your glands, glands removed. Yeah. I was like, that's when, that, I think this is like my, my patience for her has been waning the last, since last reunion episode and really moments of this season. But I was like, shut up. Yeah. Please. Enough. Enough. But also, like, don't banish me to hell. Yeah. Um, I like that they just kind of, they don't even like acknowledge when no. she says rude things anymore, I no. think, because they, they all know that she's 
unwell. Yeah. And like, I think they also know that her days are numbered. Um, And then Monica says something about them being old again. And Lisa oh, goes, yeah. she's like, no one acts 55 like you guys do. And Lisa like, goes, okay. She just laughs and she goes, you got to stop with the age shaming. You're not good at arguing. Get better at arguing and make better points. Gagged her. That was true. I was like, shut up. Monica got gagged left and right. She was bound and gagged by the end of this episode. The age thing, like, first of all, she's not even that young. And second of all, like, there's only, you get like one or two times where you can be like, <laughs> I'm just a little younger than you guys. This, the whole age thing, just in general, not, and I'm not saying this because I'm about to be 35 and I'm feeling like in gay years, like a fucking crone. I'm certainly not saying it because I'm about to be 40. Well, okay, but I'm just saying. But I just think like. People being like, they're old. Like, but shut up. Shut up. And it could, death scythe comes for us all. Mm-hmm. Sands of time. No matter who you are, you can do a Dr. Kim. You can pull. <laughs> you will get old. It's coming for us all. Accept it. Have respect for it. And don't age shame. If that's the only thing that you can fall back on as a burn time and time again, you really do just need to get better burns. You're not that smart. You're not that smart. And it's also like if it doesn't because the ladies didn't have never really reacted to that. Like, it's not like that hit no. a nerve that like sent them. No, off no, the no, no, no. So it's like, babe, read the room. Like, Pick a better dig. No, at least they were all like, it was like nothing. They were like, yeah, whatever. I hope to look that good at 55. Yeah, me too. Um, or my tits into a silver dress yeah. have shiny mermaid hair. Um, Angie does an amazing impression of Meredith, which <laughs> Meredith loved. She was tickled. <laughs> Angie's fentanyl impression of Meredith. Meredith was, she was, was jabolling. <laughs> and then Mary, they asked, Andy asked Mary, because she, when she was on with Z-Way, mm-hmm. that iconic Watch Happens Live where Z-Way which just kept going like this and was like, what when she was she wearing like a louis vuitton like corset heather they showed mary a picture of heather in a corset like a gucci corset and then mary said "Uh, i don't think that's i don't think that's real and they were like oh you think she's wearing like fake gucci which is like i'm open to this conversation but then mary goes no i just i mean i don't think that they make it in a size 14 she also kept calling it corset corset and then and, sh- and then Heather, she goes, Heather, I just want to say I'm sorry that if you were hurt, but I was not body shaming you. I think you look great in it. And Heather goes, thanks, Mary. <laughs> I'm obsessed with actually saying that you weren't doing something that you clearly did and people just saw footage of. We, yeah, that's Mother God status. That is Mother God. Um, so just like a yo-yo, I go back up standing. <laughs> I know. You've got to respect her. Like a tumbleweed blowing in an early spring wind, Sexy Unique Podcast is back on tour with a brand new show, an immersive musical comedy erotic spectacular that will debut on February 25th in LA, Los Angeles. Then, what in tarnation? Carrie and I will be hitting the dusty trails, parking our steeds in Oklahoma City on March 1st. Then, on to the Lone Star State for two shows, Dallas-Fort Worth on March 2nd and Austin, Texas, March 4th. Us cowgirls are ready to lay down the law, so come get in line because it's time to two-step.
Giddy up on over to sexyuniquepodcast.com right now and get your tickets while they're still hotter in Hades. That's sexyuniquepodcast.com for tickets for the Texas tour. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I have breaking news for all the men out there who are looking for a little cup support. Finally, Me Undies is unveiling their latest gifts to help men feel big the contoured pouch and ball caddy. This micromodal sling keeps things separated and lifted. Nine out of 10 women swear this sophisticated brief technology will make you look huge. And that's all that matters, right? I personally have not tried the contoured pouch and ball caddy, but I do have a pair of high-cut, high-waisted me undies, and I'm obsessed with the material. I love to sleep in full-coverage underwear, and these are so soft. They're comfortable. They're also flattering. They don't cut in weird to my hips or waist, and I'm positive that based on my experience with me undies, the men who decide to go down a contoured pouch and ball caddy road are also going to be singing MeUndies praises. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes XS to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. They use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. Not happy with your first pair of undies? It's on me undies. Good things come in big packages at me undies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at meundies.com/sexy. That's meundies.com/sexy for 20% off plus free shipping. Me undies, comfort from the outside in. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? 
That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. This week's Two Niche Hall comes with a Surgeon General's warning. That's right, because we're playing the Nymum game with Bravo's most prolific smokers. Bravo has an iconic lineup of smokers and tokers, and we are hauling them all. So tune in to Two Niche. New episodes every Thursday where every topic is a thrill to us and nothing is too niche. We find out that Meredith churned her butter after shaking it for hours and hours and hours and sent Heather a video of her at a restaurant going, would you mind if you put this on a plate and serve it to me, this fresh churned butter? That I churned myself. And it was in like a little doggy bag box. In New York. I kind of love that. <laughs> yeah. Did she fly back to New York? I swear I'm a truther. <laughs> she was a Balthazar. Wait, but also Meredith Andy was like, Meredith, have you and Mary ever had disagreements or fights? And she goes, Mary and I have had words off screen. We have had words, but I feel I know how to navigate her. So I'm like, I like more I want more info on that. I know their friendship is underexplored. Yeah, the churning, but I was like, they're at like Lucian. <laughs> Odeon. Meredith flew. She immediately went from Bo Peep Gate to hopping on a plane, still churning. Meredith goes straight to LaGuardia. From... She does go straight to the airport. <laughs> she goes to Teterboro. As soon as they're like, and that's a wrap on Meredith, everyone's like, woo, Meredith. And she goes to the airport and then flies back home to New York. Her commute, literally, she wakes up for a shoot in New York gets ready gets on a plane and shows up for her real housewives of salt lake city call time I'm in convinced. utah <laughs> also i'm living for lisa's sundance she her coverage continues what is she up to at sundance she's just daily updates just going around god i'm so sad that i missed sundance this year but the only difference now is that she's a star so she and now everyone's going up to her at sundance instead of her being behind the scenes but she also probably has a lot of behind the scenes oh for sure she's do. working a lot you can't interrupt Lisa when she's in her Sundance mm-hmm. flow. Um, so Monica does they... a shitty Lisa Barlow impression. I know. Mary does a shitty Wild Rose impression. Yeah. Which I think Heather laughed a little too loud at. Yeah, I wasn't into that. Because Whitney showed Heather a lot of grace this episode. She did. She was she was really into Helen. Um, they talk about Bermuda. And Monica basically is like, okay, yes, I was part of Reality Montes. I did not start the account, according to her, which is, I don't think, true. I'm obsessed with Andy going, Monica, are you Reality Montes? 
And she said that the women you. weren't the focus of the account and it was just to expose Jen Shaw for being abusive to her employees, which I'm like, you're bullshit. And then Heather brings up the receipts that RVT was calling her a the Shrek. T word. Shrek and then T slur word. And that she and then also that she wanted to be yeah. They she was like why then did you post this about me? And it's like screenshots of like Jen calling her Tranny Shrek. And then she's like, no, we weren't calling you that. We were just reposting it. And she's like, but when you repost it and put it back into the world, then it's like me experiencing being called that over and over yeah. again. She's like, no, we're trying to show that it's mean to do that. And she goes, exactly. That's why I don't want you to keep sharing that. And then they're like, he's like, how many times did Reality Von Tees, like tag you guys? And Heather goes, every single day. <laughs> she goes, no, we didn't. And he goes, let me see the phone. And he scrolls for years and years. He goes, this is like hundreds of tags. Imagine getting tagged by Reality Von Tees every day for years. And then thinking, like, that would be really destabilizing to be, like, haunted by I reality get- von tees and then find out that this fucking new cast member on your show is the account that's tagged you yeah. every day i get like in some way like i have like thoughts about heather at the end with the jen shaw thing but i and people saying why was she more mad at that like i get why she was so rattled at, on the trip and it's why she needed creepy. to call why she needed to call like a tribunal on the beach because this is someone that's like specifically was the meanest about Heather. And it's like every day you wake up, you look at your Instagram mentions and you're like, Great, reality von Tees is saying that Shrek thing about me again. And then like the next day you wake up and you look at your mentions, you're like, Great, reality von Tees is calling me Shrek again. And then like for days and days, like Groundhog Day three years of this reality von T's haunting like, her every move saying the like saying despicable Just things about you the worst things that anyone's ever said about you and and then finding out that that's your co-worker they're staying in the room next door <laughs> on a trip that you basically like put together with her i would be freaked out yeah so i get i get like i get why she was so like on edge about it and i think monica is just such a bad liar and she is like a sociopath. She's she, a liar. She doesn't see like she's like. I mean, at one point, Andy goes. I mean, it happens later, but he's like, "You seem surprised that they're upset about this." And she goes, "I am surprised." But and for a, for a minute, a few days after the finale, I was sort of like, "I'm wishing that it would have been even more juicy if." For seasons, Reality Von Tees has been in the background terrorizing these women. I know. I wish that they had fed Reality Von Tees for years and years. But it also is like made it weirdly even more. The more I think about it, it's almost more impactful that it just came out of nowhere. And that it was almost so unspeakable for all of them that they like never shared it because it was just too like. Well, because like I'm sure Reality Von Tees is one of hundreds of accounts that do this kind of shit to them every day. So like once you're aware of the 
people that continually talk shit about you online you kind of like they just exist they take up like brain real estate like you're always gonna be like fucking reality von tees is at it again like add it to the list of like the five accounts that just like relentlessly troll me and then to find out that someone not even someone you know but like someone that is now working intimately with you that you're on vacation with is this person that you've thought about for years being like i hate that this thing mentions me that you've like been alone with that you've been skiing with taken out to lunch like you know what i mean like been she's been in wasn't she in heather's house at one point like yeah like just meeting up with and like kikiing like friends and then the whole time and for her also andy made a good point which was like you led with like the affair that you had why not just come into the mix and lead with this? Well, she goes, I did. And he goes, when? She goes, the first interview at my house that casting did, they came over and I told them. And Andy goes, really? Because I feel like I would have known that. And she goes, they did. It, it happened. I told them. And Andy goes, all right. He goes, that's not true. We wouldn't have cast you if yeah. that was true. And she goes, well, okay, it is true. I was like, no, you're a fucking liar. You're a crazy, you're a crazy liar. person. You're, she was. I knew it was going to come out because production knew the entire time. No, they didn't know, and I, they didn't know. They didn't. Um, All, it's just like, why not? This is when I'm like, you're stupid because she couldn't put it together. You could have, if you're not going to lead with that and be like, it could have been a good mid-season like crazy reveal that then you like bounce back from, and even like. It's just interesting to see these people drop the ball so bad that it because it's like on reality TV to me, it's never too late for a redemption. Like if you play your cards right, if she came into this reunion humbled and was like telling the truth, apologizing, explaining how it all went down, like it's not that hard to do that. And even if you don't believe it, just like you're an actor, like act and for her to come in just like fully guiltless l- continuing to lie and morally like on a high horse moral superior superiority with that she has no she has not earned it's like you are you are reality bounties so then she brings out the worst thing i've ever seen on a reunion she this goes, also don't you think this was mean girls spawn con that was planned ahead of time maybe but i it think all- it was that's true. And I'll tell you why. To, <laughs> to me, it just came off as like elder millennial cringe. It is say. that. Not to age shame. But no, like, but I was it... like, you, she felt, I was like, you're corny as fuck for this. No, but here's what I think. Okay. I think, you know how, because um, who makes Mean Girls? Paramount Plus? Paramount? Universal? Paramount, I think. Housewives? I don't know. Housewives typically like have... Movie deals. Movie deals where they like promote movies. Oh, I know. But right now, <laughs> I think people are experimenting with that form and being like, do the movie trailers that they make like really make sense? Or would it make more sense from a financial level to do actual baked in spawn con for this thing? And I think that this was a deal where they said, because there's no she that isn't real i don't believe that she did that burn book to look exactly like it say the exact same things with those pictures like how would she have found that picture of lisa barlow i don't believe it okay and on snl they just had renee rap so i think that this was like a peacock 
NBC Universal wide, how do we bake in SpawnCon and hype for this movie? They had like Renee Rapp and like Rachel McAdams made a surprise cameo on SNL. So I think this was part of it is like, oh, we'll just give her a burn book for the reunion. I hear that. And I think that's a good theory. And I like I could totally buy that. My devil's advocate theory is that she just did this on her own and thought it would be cool. And everyone was like, girl, it's not cool. The timing is too. She goes, I did it myself. And then she does want to, you see Andy, she's like, there were receipts in there, but at first, just a little fun. There was a picture of Andy being like with the devil horns saying he fucks half of New York. And then there's a picture of her doing the Regina George. Like, this is the fuggliest. This isn't, she's a liar. That's why I, I have to counter your theory with the theory that she's a liar. And they picked a good, a liar to lie about the origins of this thing. And he goes, oh. Uh, Heather goes, look, she's. this is a picture of her. She goes, that's me. I wrote it. So it's supposed to be about me. And I went, girl, I was like, we get it. We get it. We get it, Monica. Because, like, I think that Monica did show, was going to show up with, like, a folder of Reality Bonte's receipts. But then the spawn con element is like, what if we put the receipts in, like, a burn book? I swear. I no, I think that's a good theory. I um, I also just I buy that she's like really like thinks she's cool. I mean, she is someone that just buys random fabric and sells it on Etsy. She calls there's one a page of Lisa saying Lisa Barflow. Lisa gets where'd you get that picture of me? It's the worst picture of me. But they all just like everyone is just sort of like it's just everyone goes it's not cute like and then you can tell she's really embarrassed they set her the fuck up whoever <laughs> whatever whatever agency. they were like go for it girl this is gonna it's fucking gonna be so, kill you're gonna slay you're gonna be a, the gays are gonna gag get your burn book out and show them what you've done oh my god the gays are gonna fucking worship their mother this new mother has arisen this new supreme <laughs> and she's like yeah okay I'm, I'll, I'll fucking do it <laughs> i'm gonna get the burn book but I here's the thing though she did that whole reality von T's like shoot I could see her just it, like like meticulously copying the burn book and doing it I really could just seeing her out of thinking it's cool and that people will be like <gasps> and then realizing like no you're you're not cool no, no, no. you're not funny it's just not it's just like oh it's awful and you could tell she was like <laughs> That's what LD meant. You fucked that up. Oh, she you screwed the pooch. From, from you shit the bed. Top to bottom, she shit sh- the bed. LD had her fucking read her like a cheap novel. I just wrote, why is Monica on the show? <laughs> it really did get to a place of why by the end of this. So Lisa reveals that Monica is the one that filmed Jen throwing shit at her assistant, which. I love that video. I so love I'm, that video. I'm but happy that, that kind she... of stuff didn't make me think that any worse or better. It actually kind of made me be like, "Fucking go off!" This is hilarious. No, and also like she was like exposing her as like an abuse, like whatever. Like, yeah, she probably had her own reasons, but like she did it. It added to the Genshaw lore, um, in my opinion. But Monica apparently installed security cameras in Jen's house. And then all the women are like, you, the reason you know certain things about us is because you logged in and like could watch and spy on these security cameras. She goes, they were my cameras. They were my cameras. But it's like, no, you installed, she asked you to install them in her house and set up an account. But then the women are saying that she logged in and Lisa was like, that moment where you talked about me with Snoop Dogg, like getting on a jet with Snoop Dogg. 
and it flashes back and it, it she's like there's no way you would have known that unless you watched this like security footage because like i never told anyone that like the only way you would know is if you watched it and then it flashes back to that thing where Lisa's like, how would I've never told you that? Like, I've never That's told you creepy. that. That's creepy. That's fucking creepy. It's, and she's a liability. No. And like, that's like, that is not normal. Like, even if Jen is like the most repulsive person, which in a lot of ways she is like, she's like a true criminal. Jen. Yeah. She's a fucking <laughs> like, mob the, boss. Like when we'll get to the Heather part, but when it's like, I forgot, like, now knowing everything that we know and getting like the full scope of like what she was up to and how it all panned out i'm so like truly shocked by like jen the morning after like her the, her face oh. i was like this is like a Paranormal criminal activity. at play she's like a kingpin she but, is. but the fact that she's using like she's trying to justify using She's like basically private cameras to to like spy. It's like you have children. I mean, Lisa says that it's like so you have four kids. You have four kids. They, you, know, you drove by Jen's house like twenty times. They were like, "You're always driving by Jen's house. You're always driving over there." And, and she, she goes, goes, "No, I'm not. I'm not." And they go, "You literally are. Like, why are you driving by her house? You're stalking her." And she goes, "I did not stalk her. I did not stalk her. I drove by her house three to four times. That's what you do to ex boyfriends." And it's like, "Yes, that's." called stalking no and someone goes it wasn't three or four times it was like upwards of 20 dozens of times and then she goes okay well the fbi contacted me <laughs> to try and like bust her for drunk drinking and driving and i'm like S- not only are you a freaky stalker you're a rat no but one also, that's not true no but you don't sorry and also you don't link up with the fbi you cannot trust the FBI. To take it back to this TikTok video that did get a lot of hate when I said the FBI isn't looking at reality volunteers to like prosecute Jen I know. Shaw. People were like, yes, they are. Don't you know the FBI works? Yeah, they yeah, often yeah, look at social media. I was like, no. Hear me now. The FBI was not looking at reality volunteers to prosecute Jennifer Shaw. But she she keeps saying, like, she's just trying to make herself, like, so essential to this narrative. And it's like, you're still reality von Tees. Like, you're still in that place. No, she is. We're like, it's her. Like, you're she's like, so. That may, be, that may be true. What you say may be true. But you're still reality von No, you you still are and will forever be reality, reality von, von Tees. It'll be the biggest thing that you ever did with your reality life. Reality von Tees will haunt you until your death. Yeah. And so, but I'm like. Here lies reality. Here Valentine's. lies reality. Mother, it'll be Monica Garcia. Mother, daughter. Monica Garcia. Monica Fowler. Monica. Monica Fowler Garcia. Mother, daughter, reality Vontese. <laughs> no, but it, it literally will. So it's like. You're like loved of, mother, hated daughter. Instead, no, no, notorious reality Vontese. FBI rat. Wait, but the FBI did not ask. No, they did The FBI doesn't ask informants to drive by and check whether someone's she, drinking here's and driving. the conversation went. Hey, it's me, Monica Fowler Garcia. <laughs> and they were like, oh, hi. And she's like, they go so, reality Vontese. And she goes, yes. No, that's no, 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 no. She called them and was like, hey, it's me, Monica Fowler, <laughs> a.k.a. reality Vontese. And they're like okay and she's like so as per our conversation over email i will be doing a drive-by today of jen shaw's with one of my trusted <laughs> associates and if you want Hello. we can one of my and if you want we can take video and surveil for her being doing some kind of misdemeanor to catch her in the act how about that what if we do something like her drinking and driving and they're like yeah sure i mean we're like we've tapped her phones we've got her and they she's go, like who are cool you? 
Who are you again? It's me, Monica Fowler Garcia, aka Reality Vontees. She goes, Hey, Monica Garcia. You might also know me as Monica Fowler, aka Agent Fowler here, and I'm ready to put Operation Vontees into play. Are you go? And they go, What the fuck are you talking she about? Goes, so we're a go. <laughs> And then you just, s- I've got my binoculars and I'm ready to case the premises. They go, ma'am, please don't, don't case call her any anymore. premises. Don't please stop calling here. We do not understand what there is no such thing as Operation Von Tees. Okay. She goes, got that. Agent Fowler copies. She goes, got it. I had to you mum's the word. <laughs> Covert status activated. And they're like, uh, okay. Please don't interfere. I'm approaching the shop premises now, so I will hop off, but I'll call you after. So I won't pop off. (laughs) I will be popping off if needed. I brought a gun. (laughs) The ladies go, you've stalked Jen 20 times. We have the videos. (laughs) Wait, there's a video. In the video, she's with some gay, and they're like driving, and they change his voice. (laughs) So you hear him being like, let's let's get this bitch. She's just, we're here, we're here, we're approaching Jen's house. Like, I wonder if she'll see us. I got my fucking binoculars. And the gay goes, that's fucking good. And she goes, oh, my God, I'm wearing a disguise. And, oh, my God, Jen looked at me. Jen looked at me. She looked me right in the eyes. Broad daylight. Where are your kids? Are they at school? You have, like, a three-year-old. You have a three-year-old at home. Where is she? You're, why are you out here, like, stalking a grown woman? Doing drive-bys. <laughs> I'm obsessed with the FBI asked me. Don't drag them into this. I love that. That's like the final. That's an iconic lie. Um, and then Lisa goes, you're a horrible person, Monica. And then Monica goes, I'm not a horrible person. Horrible people murder their children. And I was like, well, wait, I was also I mean- like, I was like, okay, yes, that's true. <laughs> but there's a lot of other ways that you can be horrible. Like what? You immediately went there. I was like, all right. I'm like, well, you attempted to do with a high heel when you fell down the stairs at Angie Kay's house. But I was also like, this is a glimpse into her internal world. Like, yeah, that's, that's also... some dark shit. Um, but I just, I'm obsessed with the drive-bys. <laughs> this is Agent Fowler, aka Monica Garcia. I'm ready to put Operation Von Tees into play. They please. Oh, man, who is this? Or they call again and they're like, hold, please. <laughs> Reality Von Tees is on again and they go, oh. Not fucking RVT. They're like, we're just trying to set up some like people. Monica, yeah, if anything, she's gonna like ruin the investigation by like driving by. They probably have like vans parked outside of Jen's house. Like a man is like coming to check like the cable wiring, trying to like plant stuff. And meanwhile, Reality Von Tees is driving around in her rented Range Rover, like just fucking up their entire operation. So they're like, so you were a snitch, like you were, and she goes, I was a witness. And then Angie K has an incredible monologue where she goes, and you, you're nothing but a dirty, what did she call her? I forgot. A dirty something rat out of the gut, crawled out of the gutter. And Monica goes, brown, a brown rat. A brown rat. A brown rat. And she goes, I didn't say brown. She said, like, something else. But Wait, she didn't. she was trying to make it, like, a race No, thing? yeah. And Angie Kay goes, I didn't say that. And she clearly did not call her, like, a brown rat. And Monica oh, goes, God. but then she does the crate where she just goes, oh, brown, 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 brown rat, brown. And just keeps repeating. I was like, this woman is reality from tease. You know what I heard, too, in that moment? This is what Angie said. You're a 
I'm totally against rat, okay? This is us. You're a rat. I'm totally against rat, okay? I was watching clips of Mob Wives today and I was like, I might need to do a rewatch. It might be time. It might be time to get into season three or just watch Big Ange's spinoff show. I watched it, but it made me kind of sad. I kind of liked it. Okay. She's just partying. In one, in like the first episode of her show, a woman like falls off of a hot tub and almost oh, like breaks her. her. Her sidekick. Her party. I like her party girls. You're married to one. When Renee goes, I don't like rats. And she goes, well, you should. You're married to one. <laughs> Um, I don't like rat. I don't agree with rat. I don't agree with rats. <laughs> um, so then we got to finally, we got to Jen Shaw. Well, Heather for, says the worst. She brings up like the reason reality on tease is a horrible, horrible thing for her personally is that the worst thing about being a housewife is the social media element. That and was I true. Was like, That's very true. And she looks at Andy and he, and Andy kind of goes, yeah, it is. He goes, yeah, I mean, I tell every housewife that. I'm like, amazing. So, like, could you make it stop? <laughs> no can do. No, no, we like it. Um, but we still want to be bartenders and watch them. Well. No, we do. Yeah. And Angie K, like, they talk about it. They talk about it. Like, they're like, it's horrible. Angie K is like, they come for me. They come for my business. They try and discredit me. I'm a pillar of the community, and they're trying to take down my business. And then Monica pipes up saying something or the other. Shut up. And Angie K goes, you're not a businesswoman. And Monica goes, don't you dare discredit small shops. I was like, all right. <laughs> Girl. Fabric. Don't you dare discredit fabric. Don't you dare discredit don't swaddle fabric. dare discredit small shops. I love small shops. Don't you dare discredit buying fabric at a store and then selling it. Don't you dare don't you dare discredit buying that fabric, cutting it into squares and selling it for $25. I am a businesswoman and a mother. Don't you dare. Don't you dare don't discredit, you dare small, discredit business. small shops. That's what I'm going to say. Would small anyone? Business, small shops. That's if anyone tries to come for us. I'm going to say, don't you dare discredit small shops. Don't you dare discredit <laughs> small shops. Next time someone leaves a bad review, someone said, uh, we got a comment. Speaking of haters on social media, we got a comment yesterday about our video why do these two sound the same and i went because it's a joint sleigh bitch because <laughs> i have high tea <laughs> and i'm trying to work on that let's check in in six months <laughs> when i get some peptides in the mix <laughs> but until then don't you dare discredit small shop i went it's a joint sleigh bitch <laughs> <laughs> because the fbi the fbi asked us to sound similar yeah fuck you man so Shut some, up. Why don't you start a fucking yeah, podcast? Yeah, you start a fucking pod. So then we got to the, like, Jen Shaw Black Eye Gate from San Diego. The last trip Jen ever took. <laughs> and The last I, dance. Rem- I, I still can't believe that they've never been able to go international because of Jen Shaw. <laughs> because they kept a criminal. That's also a little bit wild to think that Bravo kept a criminal employed on a show that was... Literally beating the shit out of people. I know. And terrorizing people for three years. So Andy's like, so Heather, Jen did give you the black eye on that girl's trip. And she goes, yes. And he goes, what happened? And she goes, well, I'll tell you what happened. Everything but exactly what happened. And I was like, great. I'm obsessed with, I'll tell you everything that happened. I don't remember. She's like, we got blackout. I was like, okay. Just... It, make something up. Make At something this up. point in the game, 
I I was like because I used to be like they were they were scissoring. I know. Well, then but I n- thought we were gonna get the scissor moment. But now I think it's just I think Jen just punched her and clawed her. Yeah, because she had the claws on her arm. I think Jen just got angry and it had an outburst of drunkenness. Like really Heather s- made us like a a joke. silly little joke, and that, she and she clocked her and she clawed her and punched her. I really think that I think which is even that's so scary. I wish it was something as harmless as like rough sex but like they but also that's a horrible feeling to like i mean i've had many many a horrible instance of waking up and not knowing what happened the night before and then freaking out about it for many various reasons but to i've never woken up with a black eye and claw marks on my arm i have i'm actually like i have actually two (laughs) two black eyes i mean i've actually woken up under much worse circumstances now that i think about it but But it's but to wake up with that yeah in your to be a grown let's just put it this to be a mother to be a mother to be in your 40s yeah and then experience something like that would be incredibly jarring and scary yeah and i think and knowing that it was your friend well then we got so we got like unseen previously unseen b-roll like surveillance footage of jen rapping on heather's guest door at the on the trip in like the early morning light coming in and like sheepishly sitting and you can't hear the audio but heather explains that jen was basically like they were talking about the black eye and jen was like you got a cover for me and heather was like i got you so but jen her body language her sort of sheepishness like it pointed to she punched her for no reason except she's just rageful like it's a really scary she's a scary person and you can see even now heather's like i'm really i'm very afraid to talk about this because i'm afraid of her still she said she still gets threats so like then i was thinking reality von is one thing but jen shaw is like we don't know half we probably still don't know the half of it like the fact that she's in prison and still can like Instagram is very oh I know wild make, to make, me make statements she's making she's putting up Instagram stories well shit's like it's kind of like and still denying it I'm like bitch the jig's up you're in behind bars well it's like when a mobster goes to prison and they get like spaghetti dinner but it's like you know Heather was kind of alluding to the fact that she like I was I, in my head I suddenly was imagining like Heather getting frequently getting like obscene phone calls and like a heavy breathing or like zodiac style or like you know golden state killer which is like, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah and just like little freaky shit or like doorbells ringing like i bet jen or heather's still freaked out that jen's gonna somehow hurt her from prison jen could send someone yeah we d- this is what i'm saying we don't know the half of it well, with jen, jen Shaw. probably now is gonna link with monica and we all know that monica's capable of driving by her house 40 times but if jen already had contacts outside of prison imagine the contact she's making in prison like jen needs to stay in prison for the rest of her life like i'm sorry i take back everything i said last season where i, know. I said don't send her to jail she's innocent i actually think she's a menace to society and should be kept behind bars for quite some time like Kohlberg or whatever she just needs to be she's better off we're all better off everyone is better off if jen is incarcerated and i do not feel that way about most people but she is a person that i feel strongly that it should 
at least be the 11 years, if not more. Sounds like someone's pogo sticking outside. <laughs> Wait, but it, the, the, the surveillance footage really freaked me out. It really felt true crime. Mm-hmm. And like it felt like a last scene video or something like it really freaked me out and it and you can tell heather is like and i i was frustrated with her for not sharing what actually happened but like i could see the fear and cousin whitney she feels it from over the room and she goes can i come hug you and heather does not answer her no and then she comes over she just just stands and then kind of does the hug she puts heather into her breasts and just sort of Come here. Cousin put her. your head between my wild rosebuds. Mother about me. <laughs> Wait, but like, how did production not figure it out? They just had that kind of BTS footage and then they just said, like, we're not gonna. What I think was like, because her, the walls were closing in so hard on her. And I think everyone knew that that was like her last time on the show before she went. Like, everyone knew it was coming. And I think. Like Heather, no one wanted to to add any more to the chaos. So I think if production knew, maybe they were like, I don't want to get implicated. Well, then, but then Andy... Because Andy says, like, you went around telling all sorts of lies and joking about it. And then at one point you implicated production. And then... Which is fucked up that Heather did that. Yeah, but I'm also like, how could they... Now I'm like, how could they not have known? But that makes me like, that is fucked up. Because people have been fired from shows. Like, Phaedra got fired. Like, people have been fired. Like, why Yeah, for doing that. So why isn't Heather... Like, that's a little like, what's the deal? Well, because Heather's coming and... Heather decided to get off her ass and earn it this season with Reality Von Tees. And then she also is doing what Monica should have done, which is being like... I am so sorry, like giving a long apology to like Andy, the other coworkers, the fans. Wild, wild Rose. The wild sorry to you. Yeah, that was t- that was weird when Heather didn't respond to Whitney. Yeah, I was like, ooh. But Whitney came anyway. The Wild Rose will always grow. It freaked me out though. It was really freaky. And then the flashback of her and sunglasses sitting across from Jen and the way they talked about it. Cause I remember just being like, what the fuck is she saying? But I'm also like, maybe this is also just like her coping mechanism of like smiling or whatever through like a weird time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I feel like also Heather kind of liked the attention. Well, I think Heather, Okay, this is kind of this might be Is that is it kind of just her the Raquel in her that was like this is so awkward I like don't know how to process this except kind of laugh and be coy? Well, two things. I think Heather, when you're abused for that long, there's probably some sick vindication that you feel. There's probably a little sick satisfaction of like everyone kind of maybe knowing that people are probably thinking this is what happened and you know what a true horror this person is like they're even worse than anyone knows and i know for real because like i not only am i privy to it i've been like scarred by it do you know what i mean physically and you get to but then you also on the other end get to have like a secret with your bestie yeah and and she gets to have this like girl i got like we're ride or die like i'm going but you also get the satisfaction of knowing that like maybe this will be when people finally realize like what truly a, a monster she is and i will be like free Mm-hmm. So I think there's like a, a few things going on. Also, the Raquel, epi- Rachel going rogue chapter three was actually really interesting. Was it her and a therapist? I yeah. haven't listened yet. It was interesting. She's spilling any tea. 
No, she just was like, I'm really like, I want to get to the bottom of like why I talk like this and like why I smile so much. Why she does, hey. Yeah, and she was like, people like make fun, people complain about it. So she's like, I really want to unpack like why do I do this? So she had this amazing therapist on and she was sort of like. That is rogue. It was rogue. And it was, I actually was getting a lot out of it, which was like, maybe I need to re- reevaluate some I'm things. Gonna... Maybe I just. <laughs> Why is this like the new Huberman Labs podcast? Like Rachel Goes Rogue is my North Star. It made me sad that I was like enjoying it and getting something out of it. But I I felt like... Never in a million years did I think that a podcast created by one of the cast members of Vanderpump Rules would rise the ranks to be one of my favorite things in the world. No, she basically was just like, you have maladapted to like pleasing and like you... Do you have to bray like a little sheep when you talk? And she was talking about like energy needs to get released and anxiety is energy. So like when you're feeling anxious, like you find no, you're, you have no other coping skills of like how to like process it or like set it aside to process layer later. So you need to get rid of it really fast. So laughing is your best way to get at, to expel it. So you're just, so all the times we're <laughs> it's her actually just releasing yeah, that and, tracks for me. Like, I never really had a problem with her laughing at things because I was like, she's a kooky queen. Like, but to know that it was because, like, she's pretty much 90% of the time, like, retching through like pain. Like this. Yeah, she's hanging on by a goddamn thread. I knew that when, I mean, I kind of knew that the first moment she even opened her mouth. You don't, you don't speak like that unless something is, like, gravely amiss. But it kind of made me. I respected her for like letting examining. She's on a real she, she held the mirror up really hard and like was really looking in. And I and I I have to say I was. She better be getting paid for this. I think she is. I need her to make a million dollars. <laughs> I don't know if it's a mill, but I think it's I just probably don't like... think it's like I get and I'm proud of her for doing that. I'm very proud of her. <laughs> Me too. But like, I also I know she's probably. What am I even saying right now? I'm like, I, I know, know she's doing it for herself, but like, I don't think she owes it to like her haters to examine this in a public manner. But then I was like, this is kind of meta because she's sort of people pleasing doing that. I know. That's what it, that's where I'm like, okay, like I congratulate you for the advances you're making in both podcasting and science and psychology. But like, <laughs> she's doing the biggest breakthrough <laughs> in psychology fully ever. Nope. Doctors will be studying Rachel Goes Rogue. But I, 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 I would give it a listen. I think the, the therapist, I'm going to. She, they don't sound like a hack that comes on some of the, like, they sound, she sounded like the real deal. And I was like, I was getting some out of it. I love that. Um, but I think Heather, too, is a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. And I think she, I was both annoyed at her and felt really bad for her. And I and I got the chills thinking about how scary Jen is. Yeah, she's... And how wrong we were to stand. <laughs> I feel guilty every day. Wrong God's again. Day. Sometimes we Proven get fooled. Wrong. I admit, and like like yeah, Monica yeah. should have done, I admit I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong about Sandoval. I had the wrong read about Jen Shaw. Justice for women. For a little bit, and then I realized. Look, I'm still for like prison, abolishing prison, yeah. but I'm also... Keep Jen in prison. Yeah, keep her away. Keep her locked away. Much like Monica, like I need an alert for if Jen Shaw's anywhere within like a hundred mile radius of me. I agree. And like Monica, like that is like high alert. And it's just sort of the ending. Monica just kind of fades at the end. She's she knows this is like she. I think she knows she. She doesn't even try, which I'm like, you truly are a puss if you can't just like 
get your shit. I think it's also like I've been through situations and groups where I've been targeted and screamed at and like you have to learn how to like get yourself out of those situations like at boarding school that's like every we had like housewives reunions every three times a week essentially (laughs) so like but you have to like get your shit together and like give the people what they want so they get off your back and like adapt well she kind of did the that thing where she did at the pioneer dinner or lunch where she just kind of pouts and i'm like you're an only child and what she did at easter too where she sat in the corner and frowned that's creepy don't do it it's it's like very stunted behavior and like i've i've had periods where i've done that in my past where i've been like youngest child alert like i've had a frown moment or two frowning but it doesn't get you anything except other people being uncomfortable and annoyed. Yeah, and judging you. And judging you and being like, I don't want to be with this person again. Play ball. Play the fucking ball and be like, if I'm going out for the last time, I'll hold that dark and stormy up high and I'll cheers these bitches and then I will come back as Reality Von Tees 3.0. <laughs> or at least be like, you know what? Like, Andy gave her a moment too. Like, there, there was a... She did take some shit, but she did get the opportunity to be like... At that very last second, she could have delivered a tearful monologue that would have redeemed her, redeemed maybe, her and maybe secured her a spot. And probably gotten her a job. She and couldn't. she just fumbled the fucking bag. She really did. She choked. And LD was right all along. LD, mother was right. And she knew, I think as she was sitting there, she knew L, my mom was my right. My mom's going to fucking ride me hard for this one. She knew. She, she knew she, she was going to go right back to that little house of hers and fight. House of Horrors. Death with her mom. What if Monica her like her mom is gonna take her Range Rover away for this? What if Monica takes Reality Von to like the next level and starts like she probably blowing will. things up? Like it's all she has. Pipe bombs. She goes to full Joker mode. Well, there was that really creepy documentary on salt on that bomber in Salt Lake City. Oh yeah. I want her to go like folie à deux with Reality Von <laughs> It's all she has left. Are her blankies? She'll start a podcast. I think she's writing a book. Oh, I don't which makes read her me want to. I mean, I, I do want to read about the affair. I don't. But I also am like, I see how she had an affair. She's like a teenager. Yeah, teenagers love having illicit sex. I don't think she's a sociopath. I think she's a a stunted adult. Yeah, I think she has the emotional intelligence of maybe like a surly sixteen-year-old. And I, I, I empathize with someone that had a bad parent growing up. Yeah. I think she she didn't have a chance, really. And I, I know, I do believe that she loves her children. I do think, I really feel that. And I think there's still hope for them. But I also empathize with them that that's their mom. I'm sad for her eldest. Yeah. I think she has a really rough road ahead of her. But I pray that she, like, can figure out how to make the best of it and like truly heal well she has her sisters monica didn't have that that's true so but sometimes you can still be torn apart but sometimes what with siblings Mm -hmm. don't we know it (laughs) but like (laughs) i need that i'm like from eldest to eldest in dysfunctional family systems i'm like just reach out but when you turn 18, because I don't talk to children, <laughs> but like, I'm here for you. You want to be like Miranda Singh. No, I'm here <laughs> for you when you turn 18 and you need to process things. Shoot me an email. Maybe 22. 
I think of age is okay. fine. Yeah. I'm not a I'm not trying to groom. No, I know. I just <laughs> you just never know what these what people you know what I mean. We could talk about family and family only. Yeah. We're not talking about romance. Um But I'm it was a whirlwind season. I'm glad that it provided and I'm excited. It really did was joyful, it was enjoyable, and it was filled with lols and drama. Unlike VPR, I have faith that next season will be great. I do too, because I do think much like the best seasons of Roni, the women have found their characters and their individual characters are so strong that it can like continue on. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what Angie brings next. I'm excited whoever the new one is. Mm-hmm. Um, I love what? A Greek person can't own a business? Wait, Lisa also like kind of low-key defended Jenny. Did you remember that part? Where someone she was like, if we give you a second chance, that means we would have to give Jenny a second chance. And who's Jenny? Remember that one who was like, like supporting the insurrection. Remember that one <laughs> season two who had the picture of her like holding up like machine guns, being like, "Oh my god!" Like either she was like my queen. She like knew people she at Jen had, like, an AR fifteen yeah. un- posted on she January. Was fucking <laughs> like, she was like, "We fucking ride." I was like, "My girl." <laughs> Maybe this isn't the move. <laughs> maybe this, I don't think this is the maybe move, this Jenny. Time you just keep your politics to yourself. Like, <laughs> or close friends only. Yeah, keep that. That's a close friend. Monica thing. is though reality von Tees is parallel to an insurrectionist in my book. Yeah. It's a, it's its own form of insurrection. I'll be stewing on that for a minute. Think about it, but honestly, you might be right. You're I'm kind of right. Re- Reality Von T's energy is the same energy as the insurrectionist. Yeah. Burner, like, burner account, oh. burner gossip accounts and, like, burner Bravo gossip accounts is very January 6th coded. Ugh, I stopped myself on my own account. I tweet, I quote tweeted a annoying Bravo account and, like, making fun of them. And then I immediately <laughs> deleted it because I was like, they're going to get me. I won't say who They'll it was. They'll come for you at night. Um, um, but, yeah, I thought... Oh my god! It's You've over. come so far from Jenny's era. I know that was. Well, I think society has come. It's a visit. It was a different world when Jenny was around. COVID times. Wow, Oof. much to think about. Let's do our cult shout out, and I just want to shout out the two listeners that I saw on Saturday night. I went to Schwartz and Sandy's for the first time. Stopped in for a little drink, and did you have a mocktail there? I was surely. Nice. Simon had a mocktail. It was really good. Their cocktails um, are good there. Yeah. Um, but I, I met two really cool ladies, or I believe that's how they identify. And <laughs> can't. Anyway, thank you for coming up. I really made my night. We love it when you come up to us in public and say that you love the podcast. So if you ever see one of us, any, literally anywhere, literally if I'm like screaming at someone on the street, please interrupt and be like, feel free to interrupt at any time. And please. be like, I love stuff. It truly makes both of our days and yeah. lives. Like it gives us reason to live. You're never imposing. No, not one time. ever. Even if I was like getting held at gunpoint and you were like, I see her, but like, should I say something? I don't know. Just say something. Or if I'm holding someone at gunpoint and you feel like, Oh, I shouldn't. She's like trying to rob. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, just interrupt and say, Hey, Oh my God. Thank you. Maybe that'll give the person time to leave. too. Yeah. Um, Sarah Elizabeth, Sarah Elizabeth, you are cyber bully. You are internet troll reality. (laughs) 
Lucy from London. You are Reality Von Tees. Brooke Johansson. Cyberbully. Internet troll. Reality Von Tees. Reality Von Tees. Brittany Ryan Weiss. Associate of Reality Von Tees. Internet bully and cyber troll. Danielle McVon Millen. Yes. Lady Swamp, which gives no McFucks. Absolutely Von Tees. Lazara Von Tees. Lazara Von Tees. Malzatov Von Tees. Malzatov Von Tees. Mary Von Tees. Mary Von Tees. Mike Earhart, Earhart Von Tees. Carrie Oates Von Tees. Von Tees. Sharon Baum. Von Tees Realtor. Realtor Von Tees. Realtor Von Tees. Ross Stanley Von Tees. Von Tees. Owsley Von Tees. Owsley all the way Von Tees. Mariah Contees. Kathy West. Kathy West. Rochelle Martizo, <laughs> Kit Mortis. Vaughn. Kit Vaughn. No, someone wrote hashtag Hillary Barbie. Oh, wait, someone. That's really good. Hillary Barbie Von Tees. Orlando Von, Von Tees. Patron of the Farts Von, Von Tees. Nick Sidiere. Sidiere Von. Nick Vaughn. Emily Von Tees. Emily Von Tees is a good name. <laughs> it is. It's like Emily the Strange. Yeah. Kim Lucas. Von Tees. And Jeffrey. Prada de Tees. Prada de Tees. Prada de Tees. Prada Tees. Guys, thanks for going through that. We have VPR coming up. VPR debuts next week. The flop of the century. Why weren't we at the premiere, by the way? You had to like pay to. They sold tickets to the premiere. Oh. You could buy a ticket to go for $200. Oh, fuck no. I was pulling out of my gym and I saw it at the Palladium and I was like. You were triggered? Well, no. I was For a second, I was like. What did I know about this? No, I saw online like you could buy tickets to go. That's so VPR. So them. Selling, publicly selling tickets to your premiere. Anyway, guys. Let's talk about can... selling tickets to our show, though. Yeah, you can sell, t- you can buy tickets to see us coming up in a month. Come to the Bourbon Room. Come to the Bourbon Room, February 25th. Come to Oklahoma, to Oklahoma City. City. March 1st. Oklahoma City and Dallas are so me-coded, it's actually fucking Von Tees. Austin is selling really well. Austin's doing really well. It probably will sell out by the end of the week. OKC and we need a little more Dallas. Get off your asses and buy tickets. LA come support a local legend and don't discredit small shops by not buying tickets. LA is doing great. Let's keep going. But Oklahoma City and Dallas, we need we need your love. We need the hive to vontease it up and return for Laura. Come for Laura's prodigal return i know i need to reach out to some lokes yeah get the word out Mm -hmm. i need to call in some threats oh god don't (laughs) bye bye sexy unique podcast is created and hosted by me lara marie shane halls this episode was co-hosted by the one and only carrie o'donnell This episode was edited by Ness Smith-Savadoff. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to Sexy Unique Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're craving more sup and just can't get enough and want access to things like bonus episodes, tons of premium content, as well as ad-free episodes of the pod, consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. You can find out more at patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast.